<laughs> hey, what's up? I'm Mitchell Bernstein. And I'm Logan Lithic. And you're listening to the one, the only, the Undesigned Podcast. Yeah, you are. And this week, we're here, we're talking about side projects. We're going to figure out why you need them, what you do for them, and how many you should be taking on at one time. And we're talking about side projects we've been working on. Yeah, we are. Let's get into it. Are you recording, sir? I'm recording, sir. Woo! All right. <laughs> we are back in the podcast and business. Back in business. Uh, here we go. Uh, how you doing? I'm doing well, Mitch. You know, just finishing up senior year, drowning in projects, getting ready for the real world. How about yourself? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm in the real world, and I'm drowning. <laughs> Lovely. I'm the one drowning now. Um, yeah, uh, it's fun. Definitely fun in the real world. It's not at all the same. I kind of miss that school bubble, to be honest, a little bit, to be I, honest. I hear you. Um, I'm, I'm trying to enjoy it as much as I can before I leave. But <laughs> at the same time, it's like I've got all these projects due for like senior thesis and AIGA mentorship. And it's going smoothly now, but we're getting ready for hell week. Before before uh, we jump into our topic of the day, uh, real quick, what is the number one thing you think you're gonna miss, and the number th- one thing that you think you're gonna love missing? Uh, something you're gonna be upset about missing, and something you're gonna be happy about missing. I like that. Um, I'm gonna start off with what I'll be upset about, and that is the shenanigans. Why? Because I feel like we do a lot of fucking pranks in class and we have a lot of fun and I'm just going to miss that camaraderie. Um, The thing that I'm going to miss that I'm going to be happy about, um, man, I guess I'd have to say just some of the projects uh, just because they still like a few of them early on felt sort of like, oh, these are school projects before we got to like senior thesis or doing mentorship, like those are a little bit more tailored to what we're looking to do. And before that we had a few projects that just felt a little schoolish, if you know what I'm saying. Right. Right. Very rudimentary, very about the the lesson more, yes. more so than anything. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. I miss those too. I, I miss a couple of those projects. I also don't miss a couple of those projects. I can, I can assure you. Uh, sorry, Victor. Uh, sorry, Chad. Um, but definitely, I I would say I do miss the camaraderie of my classmates, of the professors, and and that kind of spirit, school spirit. Uh, but I can uh, also say that we have a lot of that where I am. <laughs> uh, to to be honest, uh, I really love my my new team. Um, it's absolutely amazing. I actually went to San Jose today, and because uh, we had to go down there and talk to the developers. Because they're they're remote working in the Silicon Valley lab, and we are in the uh, San Francisco uh, lab or studio, and 
uh, we have to sometimes go out there and, and talk things out because you know in-person things are better than than online it's not the same but yeah um, as we record a podcast as we record a podcast right how ironic uh <laughs> maybe one day you'll come out here who knows a live podcast uh, oh yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to that uh so um yeah uh thing i love about being out of school is that kind of like you don't have to wake up to do homework like you don't have to go oh, to do homework but it's replaced with actual work that actually yeah. millions and millions of dollars <laughs> are, are on the line for so i don't know the pressure's on but uh i feel a little like things that i'm doing are more meaningful than mm-hmm. the work in school even though it was meaningful for my own benefit now it's meaningful for other people's benefit uh and Something I don't like. I should have started with something I don't like, then something yeah. I do like. I don't we're know what end I don't it on like. A bad I, note. That's it. Yeah, we're gonna end on a bad note. Uh, probably I miss a lot of my friends. I think honestly that's like one of the number one things. Um, because I'm just so drained coming from you know going from, to going to work. I come back home and just like pass out. So uh, it's hard for me to like kind of get back into a groove of like being social and stuff. I mean, we do a lot of things. We still go out on the weekends and stuff, but you know, yeah, it's you hard told to, me it sounds like a lot know. of fun. We have a lot of fun. We do, we do, but uh, you know, I'm still in that, like that group of you know, coworkers and, and close friends that are, that I knew versus um, meeting new people. So I'm still trying to branch out, but yeah. Um, so why don't we jump into our, our topic? Wait, topic we have of the day. one thing to cover before we get into the topic, and that is sure. typically, Mitch, what are you drinking? Oh, I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> uh, we, stopped that, we stopped that for a while. For two oh, episodes, it's back. we stopped that. It's fucking oh, it's back. back. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm drinking some wine. What kind? Let me go check. BRB. Intermission is brought to you by Mitch Bernstein, forgetting which wine he is drinking. We will be back momentarily. And he's back. And I'm back. Uh, it's Copper Ridge. Nothing special. Oh, wow. I was expecting something crazy. But hey, it is what it yeah, is. Yeah, I have like 12 bottles of it. So, you know, God, drink it now or never. God damn. Um, yeah, what about you? You're drinking quite, I saw quite a few drinks over there. <laughs> <laughs> I am currently partaking in the King of Beers, Budweiser. Ew. <laughs> That's all I've got right now. All right, all right. We'll let you slide. I'm more of a shock top kind of guy myself, but that'd be, be honest, my drink of I choice. I, I hate beer. I think it tastes like piss. A lot of it does. Um, a lot of it mm, does. Right. Right. Uh, but San Francisco, apparently someone told me it's known for cocktails, and they're amazing here. They're really good. They're really good here. Uh, way better than Orlando. I'm going to head out. Oh, yes. And I, ju- I know just the spots, so we'll hit those Hell up. But yeah. Um, we'll talk more about that when you get here. As for now, let's discuss side projects. Side projects. Yeah. Uh. You and I both work on side projects, right? That we do. That we, we do. We do. What I, are you working on? What, what, what have you been up to? Ooh, right now, my side projects have taken a little bit of a backseat. Um, but I guess currently, you could consider one of my class projects kind of being a side project. Um, 
I guess the objective right now isn't to really take it into like final product, but we're like in this class I'm in, we're sort of developing ideas on like different apps and sort of structuring teams on like how we're going to work with these products if we were to develop them. But my team has sort of decided to develop it. So I've been doing a lot of like simple screen design to start it off with. And that's just sort of getting more intricate. Um, we recently started doing some designs for the um, the marketing page for like just a simple website for it. Um, but yeah, aside from that, I'm just like sketching and doing some illustrations that I can throw on Dribble real quick. Stuff like that. What about you, Mitch? That's pretty cool. Uh, I'd like to know more about like what it does and how it works, and I would love love to see it. But you know. Yeah, absolutely. I'll give you the I'll give you the elevator pitch. Essentially, like people watch Netflix, people watch Hulu. They watch shows. They run out of shows. They're in a show hole. The only place that they can go to start looking for new shows is just sort of either looking at like Metascores or Rotten Tomatoes, and you get some good reviews. You get some bad reviews. Looking at professional critics is a little tough sometimes because they're aiming for a different class of viewers. Or you're gonna see like. I don't know, your aunt or your cousin on Facebook, like, wow, this movie was terrible or vice versa. And it's not really that strong of a base of reviews. So we're trying to bring it to more of that peer-to-peer experience. And so that is what Viewed is. That's the elevator pitch right there. Is that the name of it, Viewed? Yes, V-U-E-D. And it is viewedapp.com. That's where you can uh, start seeing some marketing materials for it. And it should be uh, maybe in production by May. I don't know for sure, but that's, that's what we're awesome. aiming for. Woo! Woo! That's, that's awesome. Don't you love the feeling of it when you actually make something and then it's live and people can yeah. use it? Right? Someone actually, actually, something that I humble brag, uh, hashtag humble brag. Um, somebody was talking to me and they're saying, hey, <laughs> there's, I, was, I had a t- conversation with this guy and I was like, all right. And they're like, he was like, yeah, we're talking about uh, great designed apps. I'm like, okay. And he's like, you know, some of the apps are really over complex and, re- and the ones that are really simple, um, they show like people really care who made them, really care about what, what the product should be about and the people that are using it. I'm like, all right. And he's like, and we started sharing, you know, uh, examples. And he sent me an example of the app that I made. Whoa. And I was like, what? He's like, Whoa. yeah, it's like super awesome. And then I was like, oh my God, it's awesome. I can't believe you said that. But um, that was like pretty awesome to hear that somebody around the world, I don't know, I don't remember where they were, but somebody else, because um, we had downloads like every, like it was incredible. Um, but being able to reach out and with my creative power to, uh, or ability, not power, ability. Uh, Mitch to, is a super villain. I'm a super villain. Oh, can I be a super? Why do I have to be super? I mean, you know, super villains kind of a lot more fun, to be honest. Uh, they don't have to save the day, you know. They don't have to do anything. But um, Mitch is over here worrying about the user's story instead of the hero's story. <laughs> the villain's journey. Um, <laughs> so it's kind of incredible when you make something and you can distribute it, and people actually use it, and they love using it they enjoy it and it actually changes their life a little bit in a little way that's amazing and we get to do that Um, and now transitioning to the side projects i'm working on now 
Uh, I'm working on a web app. Ooh. And I'm working on mentoring one of my friends into creating an app, and I'm be, I'll be building it and working on it with him, a native app. Yeah, that's very dope, Mitch. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Oh, I sure can. Oh, it sounds goes. like I'm like I'm marketing it, like I'm pitching it to, to the people. The car salesman uh, of applications. Basically, that that's that's the uh, that that's the title of this podcast. The car salesman of app creation. You heard it here first. So my side project is um, I'm working on it with one of my, my buddies, Sam Rose, and we are building a web app that allows you to schedule uh, social media posts, uh, particularly for businesses, uh, to help them market their, their business or their thing. Or it could be used by an individual, but it's not meant to be like to post like, Normally, it's like meant for uh, uh, the business side of things where to help attract your product or whatnot, uh, attract people to your product and uh, get the word out a little more. So it helps people do that and it'll help them in interesting ways too. Uh, we know there's a lot of competition out there, but we think that that's why it's such a great opportunity to build a better experience because we looked at the competitors and they're all kind of crap. <laughs> no offense, but um, we didn't enjoy the experiences for us. We're building just a better experience for what we believe could be. And then the second app is um, a native app for iOS, hopefully, I believe so. And it will be um, to help people track their workouts and be more physically, they'll be more aware of their physical fitness, of, of their uh, physical integrity. Uh I like lack where of this is term. going. Mitch is so, redesigning the Fitbit app. Basically. But basically better. not. But basically, but better. Uh, just, you know, something that's doesn't need a lot of bells and whistles. Just something that I can go into a gym, record the number of sets and reps and whatever, and be able to keep improving upon it. You know? I like that. I might have a few good contacts for you for, I mean, at least Ooh. for testing. Ooh. I know a few friends oh, that yeah. are uh, into like tracking basically every minute of their day workout and like food wise. So, I mean, on the workout end of things, that might definitely yeah. be something that would help them. Yeah. You know, working out, actually, I read that most of it, it has nothing to do with the exercises in the gym. Most of it has to do with your, your diet. Oh, yeah. 80% uh, in the kitchen, is, 20% in the gym. Yep. Yeah, and I think it's actually pretty amazing. I have to pick up on the 80% part, but uh, yeah, the 20%, <laughs> uh, that's what I'm working on first. Um, can't can't get away from the onion rings. Um, so I'll, I'll fix that up. But yeah, um, there's so many opportunities in that. That's why it's very exciting. But more importantly, to me, side projects give me an opportunity to work on something that I feel is important to me and I think is fun. I don't, what, what do you think about side projects? I think they are important for keeping designers sane. Whether they see the lighter day, light of day or not, I think they're an important part of everybody's process. It gives them a way to take a break from what they're getting paid to do, and it gives them a way to look at things with their own creative mind rather than trying to wrap their creative mind around somebody else's idea. And because of that, I feel that they are probably one of the most beneficial things out there in terms of really defining who people are as designers because I mean, simply because of the passion that goes into them. 
Um, as I said, whether they whether they come out or whether they're just for you, it's your project and you're able to control a lot more variables on it than you would doing whether it's client work or your full-time job or even school projects for the younger designers out there, myself included. What do you think? I think you said it really, really well when you said uh, keeping designers sane. Yes. That's actually a great title too. Um, Damn, we have options. We have so many options. We've got options. Uh, yeah, that's that's actually really true because when you're at work sometimes, you know, we I think we all go through it. We get into kind of like that, that, um, uh, that funk. everyday thing, that funk. That's a great, yeah. That funk, uh, of doing the same thing over and over again. And it helps break the repetition it might change up a little bit. Yeah. It helps break up the monotony of what you are always working on and gives you a little more, um, freedom. Gives you a little opportunity to express yourself. Quoting Something Braveheart. that not everyone can do at work. Yeah. <laughs> they cannot take off freedom. Mel Gibson says it a lot better, but yeah. I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say I don't like him. <laughs> He's an interesting guy. Yeah. Pretty much a lot, a lot of people in Hollywood are interesting. Um, Lately, yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Uh but we're not we're not in Hollywood. We're nope. we're in design, so we're, we're so much cooler. <laughs> <laughs> Hardly, we, we but build yeah. the platforms that people talk about the people in Hollywood on. Ooh, so meta. Mm. Oh, some good wine. Yeah. I finished my beer. I'm I'm ready for number two. <laughs> I'm pulling it out right now. Oh man. Uh so how many how many side projects do you think somebody should or should not have? Uh, because something I struggle with is that I get addicted to side Ooh. projects. I just try to start. So I have three, three or oh, I have five side projects currently. Um, I only mentioned the two web apps, but I also want to write a book, which I'm trying to do. And oh, so we're going I outside also, of design too. Okay. No, it's up. It's about design, so it's not. It's uh, well, not outside. Right. Outside. Okay. I hear you. But it's you know, it's not. It's not digital design. Gotcha. Oh, actually, no. I take it back. The book's about digital. Well, it's, it can apply to more printed material um, about digital design. I love it. Mm-hmm. And then another thing was, uh, um, oh, it's not coming to me right now. Maybe I'm not working on five things. Maybe just three things. Oh, um, three D modeling. I think is one of them. Doing hey. some more of that. That's fun. Um, oh, the third the third main thing was um, building out a website where I can sell my own resources and post some stuff. It's like a <laughs> Shopify site. Sure, it's more for like sketch resources, Adobe XD, Figma, yeah. kind of like downloadable content that you can use for your projects to help make you more efficient. Ooh, Mitch is all about the efficiency, folks. All about that hashtag efficiency. He loves it. We love it. But my problem is that I focus on so many things. It's not actually focusing. And it's, it's not more efficient. like I'm just, it's not efficient. It's Ooh. the opposite of what I want. Damn. So to answer your question, I would say while the sky is the limit, make sure you have your anchors. Um, 
because it's super important to just try and do as many things as you can, but at the same time, you got to know your limit. You can't just be like designing all day, every day, as much as I'm sure a lot of people would want to. You need to be able to take breaks. And in order to do that, you can't just be taking on like 15 different projects at the same time. Um, I think it's important to just sort of explore. So, I mean, while you might take on one big side project, say you're building an app or you're making a two-minute animation or you're, I don't know, say just doing some mock-up screens and sketch. Or if you're an illustrator, you're illustrating. Just making sure that you're doing something to either refine your skills, help sharpen things up, or at least just keep in practice. And I mean, even if you just use it as a warm-up, doing like a 20 to 30 minute warm-up illustration each morning, that's, that's a side project right there. So it's really just, it's up to you to sort of know your limits and, well, learn your limits, then know your limits, and then act on your limits. And from there, just exercising that, making sure you're having fun, making sure you're staying loose, and just performing to your best of uh, abilities. Well said. Well said. Thank you. I think that uh, that can wrap up this episode. Hell yeah, I get the closing remark. Just to recap, uh, this is a new format we're trying. Uh, shorter episodes, mainly one topic. If we diverge, you know, who knows what happens. But we're trying to stick to one topic. And uh, try to keep it a little more interesting, a little more fun, a little light. Light and poppy. So... Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, everybody.